I'm Polly. I'm a mom, a wife, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and founder of No Kegels University. I have helped thousands of women stop leaking, enjoy intimacy, and feel proud of their bodies, even after having kids. After years of listening to women wonder why no one talks about leaking, how they should properly recover after having a baby, and that pleasurable intimacy is possible, I started to get real frustrated because I believe that no mom or woman should struggle when there are answers. It became my mission to shed light on the lack of postpartum care and the lack of discussion on issues that relate to women and their health, even if they can be uncomfortable sometimes. It also became my mission to change the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more. Here we go. Episode 27, Strengthening the Postpartum Pelvic Floor. A few weeks ago, my sister-in-law reached out to me and she was about 32 weeks into her pregnancy. And she asked me, hey, Polly, how soon can I start strengthening my pelvic floor or doing some pelvic floor things after I have my baby? And I kind of laughed and I texted her back and I said, immediately or even right now. And she messaged me back and said something to the effect of, oh, well, everything I heard said that I had to wait till six weeks at least. And here's the funny thing. She's a physical therapy assistant. She actually has done some personal training and has a personal training side business from time to time. And I laughed and because she knows me and knows me that I have some pretty strong opinions about things. I let her have it. And her message back to me was something like, I knew you would shoot the truth with me or something like that. And I remember sitting there and thinking, well, one, not that she is a pelvic floor physical therapy assistant, but she, she knows about muscles. She knows that she can make them stronger. She knows that there's still things that you can do even early on after having a baby. That's so funny to me that she's asking me this question because in my response to her, I outlined some things a little more scientifically than probably how I do with my other patients. While I was sitting there thinking about this entire conversation, I don't know if you do that, but sometimes after conversations, I'll replay the whole thing in my mind and make sure that I gave the right information and maybe I could have said something different or sometimes I'll even send another text or call them back or email them just to make sure that I did a good job with getting my point across, especially if it's with a patient or a coaching client. And so as I was replaying this conversation that we had over text, I just kept thinking, man, that's funny to me that she doesn't know this. And really it was of disbelief, not because I felt like, well, of course she should know this. She's a physical therapy assistant, but it really was fascinating to me. And I tell you this story because even someone who works with lots of muscles, lots of joints, and has been doing so for a really long time, the pelvic floor seems to be kind of elusive. 
And one of the things that we talked about that I, that I was telling my sister-in-law was some of the things that I recommended her to do. And so I felt like because I have always tried to maintain that all of the same tips that I give my friends, my family, um, I want to give those same things to you as well. So I want to tell you exactly what I told her. So the first thing I told her was as soon as she could, I wanted her to start walking. And even if you are six months postpartum, I would take some of these steps and I would still go back to them. You might go through them a little bit faster than someone would if they just had their baby yesterday, which at the time of this recording, my sweet sister-in-law birthed her little son, who is the cutest little boy, and I cannot wait to meet him. So I want you to start walking, but what I really want you to focus on is walking heel-toe, heel-toe, really exaggerate it. And this isn't everywhere, but if you get up and you go to the bathroom, I want you to heel-toe, heel-toe, walk, exaggerate it. And I also want you to throw in some toe heel, toe heel, toe heel walking. The reason is, is because a lot of times, especially towards the end of our pregnancy, we start doing that crazy waddle. You know what I'm talking about. And when we do that, we actually give some of our hip muscles permission to turn off. And that in turn affects our pelvic floor and allows our pelvic floor to turn off. So just by walking properly, forwards and backwards, and we're throwing in the backwards walking to really help that hip turn on again, that is a really great way to start. Second, I want you to start doing baby bounces. And whether you've had children or not, when you've held a baby and you've walked around with this sweet little one and maybe they get fussy, you kind of start doing that bounce You're not jumping, you're not squatting, but you're just kind of bouncing in place. That's what I want you to do. Because guess what? That pelvic floor is actually working. But it's working at a very low level. And if it wasn't working well, you would be leaking. One of the stories that I often tell my patients, especially as I'm demonstrating this particular exercise to them, is that... I don't think I did a great job of doing all of my baby bounces postpartum because the first day back when I went to show someone all the different foot positions that I wanted them to perform these bounces in, I leaked. (laughs) This is a true story. I thought that I had done so good, but I realized there was one area that I didn't do a great job at. So In this bouncing that you're going to be doing, you can do it with baby, you can do it without. Because postpartum can be such an overwhelming time, my vote is to do it with baby. Just don't overthink it. Just let it happen. But if you can walk around and do those bouncing, I think that's a great option. If you can turn your toes out and bounce, make sure your knee follows that toe. If you could stagger your feet, Not like you're walking a tightrope, but think about if you were walking on two railroad tracks and one foot would be forward on those railroad tracks, and then you could switch. The other foot could be in front on the railroad track. And I wouldn't necessarily worry about doing anything um, 
extra there. Don't kegel. Don't try to time your breath. Just sing to your baby, talk to your baby, soothe them, and you bounce and your pelvic floor will do the rest. You can always advance this by doing it a little more intensely, but if you find that you're leaking, then lessen that intensity. So do it a little bit slower, maybe change that foot position. The goal is not to leak. The next thing that I told my sister-in-law that she should do is to really hone her diaphragmatic breathing. And one of the comments that I'll get a lot of the time is, why would I want to continue to allow my belly to get bigger and bigger, especially when I just had a baby? And this is not the episode for me to go into all the reasons why it's so useful. I'll save it for another episode. But one of the benefits is, is it does start to apply appropriate pressure to your abdominal muscles, which research has shown that it can help start to lessen the gap with diastasis. The other thing is it starts to give input or pressure into that pelvic floor because as you inhale, your gut should move downward and that pelvic floor should move out of the way with that pressure. Now, I will say that it's really tough, fresh, fresh postpartum, but keep at it. It will come. Now, obviously I could go on and make this a lot more in depth and I'm going to give you a couple bonus tips on this. So as you start doing these exercises and they're getting easier and maybe you're at the six week time visit, the six week time and you get permission to do more, or maybe your postpartum time period was seven years ago. Either way, the next thing I want you to do is I want you to start doing squats with those same foot positions that we talked about with the baby bounces. And I want you to start doing lunges in lots of different directions. So not just your foot in front, maybe change your foot placement and move it off to the right a little bit, move it off to the left a little bit, maybe lunge onto a step or maybe lunge off of a step. And again, wherever you are in your postpartum journey, and as far as I'm concerned, your postpartum journey doesn't end until you feel like you did prior to having children. And it's possible. But be cautious. Just because you can do it in the moment doesn't mean that it's time or appropriate to perform that activity. Let the aftermath, or maybe even lack of aftermath, that's a good thing, to make sure that you are on the right track in terms of intensity. But this is a topic that I wish that there was a lot more instruction on. It's been interesting to see my patients that have seen me during pregnancy and I give them this advice and the comments that they'll say afterwards is, gosh, I felt so much more responsible for my health. And because I had this tiny checklist of things that I was doing anyways, I just had to make little changes here, little changes there. My postpartum recovery felt so different. And 
I don't know if it's necessarily that their pelvic floor is responding that well to everything or just even feeling that they're a lot more confident that they know their body, they understand how they can start working towards recovery after having this baby, even if the baby was born five hours ago. So I am hopeful that this gives you some resources, whether it's for you, your sister, your sister-in-law, or a close friend or a neighbor, send this episode their way. But the homework for this particular episode is to schedule a personalized pelvic floor plan with me. The link is in the description box below. And if you're not quite ready to do that yet, what I would suggest you to do is sign up for the free resource of four ways to strengthen your pelvic floor while cleaning your house. And you can take those and incorporate that into what you're already doing or just making a few little changes. Remember, you're an heiress and a queen and everything in between. If you enjoyed this episode or even wondered if I can help you, check the show notes for more details. And to see what else I'm up to, follow me on the socials at beyond the V period by Polly. Because I'm changing the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor and more, I still need your help. Please subscribe, leave a review and share with a friend or two. See you next week.